Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, real good show. Back at it again for episode number 82, an episode that promises to uh, score a beautiful goal and display all kinds of dazzling skill and then be inexplicably benched for the rest of the game afterwards because that's not the kind of thing we do around here, son. Uh, Justin Morissette with you once again and with me as always is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. And uh, that's how I feel when uh, when I miss an episode. It's like, oh, I've done all these great episodes in a row, and now I'm benched. When, well, when are you getting benched? I've never actually been benched. No, you're out of town next week. Yeah, I, I, yeah. well, well I, think we're gonna do an out, I think we'll do an episode, but then the week after that, I will be gone. Yes. Yes. So yes, you will correct. be benched after I will be a benched dazzling goal. After a dazzling 83rd <laughs> episode, an Alish Hemsky episode, if I may say so myself. Uh, which we'll I probably we'll will. find out. Well, I don't have to be the Hemsky, because I'm just thinking of Who whole. else is 83? Well, and the whole Patrick Steffen. That's what I was about yeah. to say, yeah. Yeah, there's One literally of the greatest no, moments in sports history. There's no runner-up on that question. It's just Alishemsky. Yeah, so there you go. So, yeah. Uh, that's but in a any spoiler case, alert for next wouldn't week. it be cool if Nolan Patrick's first name was Steffen? <laughs> Steffen Patrick? And, would people, and, then, and then he also busted? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Do, you, do you think NHL teams would be like... Uh, <laughs> like, Because they think about... Teams didn't draft Kopitar because he was from Slovenia. So yeah. there's like super, there's stuff like, yeah, like superficial bullshit. Yeah, well, exactly. And Ottawa. Who did they take instead? Well, they Can took Luke Bardon. Oh, that's right. Who, who would have been very good. Who would have been good. Yeah. It's not like they took Brian Lee like Ottawa. That's true. Or Gilbert Brule. But again, Brule at the time was Brule good. should have been a yeah. lot better there than there was a lot of, st- being, yeah, yeah, Brian Lee just sucked. Yeah, rushed into the NHL at 18. I mean, yeah. uh, who knows what he would have become if that hadn't happened. But I do remember in his rookie season, him just like trying to play the kind of physical hockey that he would have. It doesn't really work against grown men. And like... He broke his shoulder like multiple yeah, times. Yeah, because he—I mean, he was like thick, but he was like my height. Yeah, yeah, and smaller, really, smaller like, play dude. In the, uh, yeah, but do you think if if Nolan Patrick was called Steph? Because like people are saying, oh, the draft isn't as strong this year. Nolan Patrick's still going to be good. Yeah, but if his name was Stephen Patrick, I do feel would that, like, like throw people off. I do feel like people are like looking for reasons right now for him not to go first overall. So that might be one. I of mean, them. there there are True. reasons. Yeah, he's been he's been hurt a lot. Yeah. And is he sure better? Maybe. Injury history. Uh, but for someone who was locked to be number one for a while, yeah. it's like, well, I don't know. I'm going to throw this down right now. Here's who I want the Canucks to draft, because they're not picking the top three. I want them to draft uh, Elias Peterson. At fourth? Uh, well, like seventh. Really no, they'll, they'll probably be at fourth, no matter what happens. Michael Rasmussen. Fourth is, yeah. No, they do, yeah. He just broke his wrist, though, so that might that, save that the in, That increases it, the likelihood. You think so? Yeah, Vertanen was hurt when they drafted him. He's one him. of your former students, right? Yeah, he is, and I'm getting increasingly mad at Stefan using him as a joke on his hockey well, look at his Twitter five, look at his five-on-five five scoring. Yeah, he's a good he's a good guy. No, it's five on I'm sure he is. <laughs> and like the Vertanen comparison. Do you have is, the inside track to get him on this show if he were to be drafted? Oh, absolutely. He would yeah. come on the show. All right. Oh. Uh, then take Canucks, it all you guys back. should uh, <laughs> draft Michael Rasmussen. Oh yeah. I, oh, I think for sure he would come on the show. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really nice kid. I mean, would I don't know if he'd be allowed to. Maybe before the maybe before the draft. Yeah, we'll get him on before the draft because he's hurt now, so he's probably home. Okay. Yeah, we'll so we'll have him on before the draft. He can be our like draft uh, special. We'll do it like two weeks before because he'll be at the draft. Obviously, he's really big. Don't so don't mention that I uh, I made a joke about him 
No, well, I'll just be like, hey, just don't ever look at twitter.com slash hockey dipshit. Yeah. Where <laughs> to be fair, the joke... And this guy knows that you're my current student and that I like you a lot and he still doesn't seem to care and just <laughs> insults no, you No, no, okay, time. I've done like two tweets and the jokes are more it's on... It's way more than two. It's at least right. ten. But the jokes are more on just the Canucks drafting someone... From their home. That's and, a big guy. And more that he's like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. I think that he's... Sounds he's, like somebody I, I know could from see Rasmussen yeah. seems like a Logan Brown type player where it's yeah. like you worry... Is he? Is it just like size? That's care. You know what I mean. He has really good hands. Like I, but well, he but, like kills it on the power play. From <clears> what I've seen, he's probably like uh, he, he's yeah, he's probably like a you know, ideally he'd be like a second line guy, he's but huge that'd be like too. late. Oh yeah, big. Dude. Is he a, a winger or a center? Center. Yeah, and he's uh, yeah, he's six six. Could still get bigger. I taught him when he was in grade eight, and he was already taller than me when he was in grade eight. <laughs> so and you're like uh, you're like five eight. Five, <laughs> yeah, that's me. Five yeah. foot four. Yeah, exactly. I'm uh, I'm about six feet, so he was yeah, right there. What you don't realize, uh, if you're looking at like the cover uh, of the show on like your your iPod right now, is that John is actually standing on top of a milk crate in that photo. Yeah, I'm, I'm squatting down. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm six foot nine. <laughs> yeah, I'm Chris Jerichoing it. I'm, I'm I have st- I have lifts in my wrestling boots that I'm wearing. But with okay, so with if his name was. Patrick Nolan pa- or Stephen Patrick. Stephen yeah. Patrick. Yeah. So that's one thing. But like, and I've I think I've brought this up before, and it's my literally my favorite sports hypothetical. If there was like a Wayne Gretzky times a thousand, like he, like a player, oh, yeah, we've talked about. We this. have, but right. I lo- I love this. Yeah. If he's like if he, if he scored like literally a thousand points in the OHL in one season, is like going to be easily he's the best player in the history of hockey, like no question. Yeah. Uh, but his name was like uh, Hitler von Balsack. Right. Like. <laughs> That would I'd take him. T- teams would be like fuck. Like well, I think I said when we mentioned this before that like he he would have been taken away from his parents uh, for like that when he, when they tried to file the birth certificate with Hitler von Balsack on it. Not necessarily. I'm pretty sure that they like step in if you try. Well, to... but let's say he's from a country where that doesn't where the where the where social workers don't step oh, in. Oh, like you can't so you like, can't name your kid like f- from fuckhead. like Slovenia also. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> assuming yeah. So let's say no offense to our friends uh, in Slovenia. There's many of them. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, all of our Slovenian listeners. In any case, I really do want this hypothetical because there's we've talked about players. There was the basketball player named Fuck. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I was oh man, I was really I'm just really trying to think of the Slovenian capital off the top of my head, and I, I know it starts with a B, and I'm, I can't come up with is it. Is it Bratis? No, Bratislava, no, Slovakia. Yeah. Oh. Starts with a B, and I'm j- I was really gonna drop it, be like that's Slovenia. for all our friends in Bur- Bur- Bermanville. You're good with capitals. I'm too. great with capitals, but I just can't I just can't come the up. The capital with it. of Slovenia is. Ljubljana? Oh, oh yeah, Ljubljana. That's right. <laughs> Never mind. I mean, I was gonna say that, but y- it has the B sound okay. in it. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, Ljubljana. Yeah, uh, yeah. Double silent J's. Now, if you wanted to buy tickets to a sporting event in Ljubljana, in Ljubljana, if you wanted to buy tickets to the draft, even we were talking about draft eligible players. Where's the draft this year? It's in Buffalo. Uh, is it in Buffalo? Or no, it's Chicago. No it's in Chicago. Is it? I think it's in Chicago. I mean, we you never find know. out right now. It is no idea. Nope, it's not. It won't tell me. Fairly certain it's in Chicago. I think it's in Buffalo. I don't have my computer in front of me for this episode, so that's why I. Uh, yeah, 
In any case. Uh, you know, you're right. At the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, and if you were in Chicago and wanted to buy tickets to the draft, or if you happen to be in any city that happens to house professional sporting teams and wanted to go see uh, anything that's happening this NHL oh, season or, or NBA season yeah. or concerts... Uh, I've been looking at public uh, stonings. picking up tickets to Chris Staples <laughs> at Rogers Arena but in a few weeks. He's playing Rogers Arena? He's yeah. that big? Yeah. No. I mean, he's like a country star. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that he was like a star, though, because when you brought him up on the show, I didn't think that he was like a big... That anyone had ever heard of him before? Well, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I certainly don't listen to that type of music, nor would I ever go to a show of his. Uh, he's He's good country, though. No, but... If I like, he's the only good country I can possibly think of. What about uh, Sturgill Simpson? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah, that works too. What about uh, what about uh, Brooks and Dunn? No, I'm, uh, I'm Brooks uh, and I'm Brooks Dunn. And Dunn, Dunn with them. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Let's <laughs> just read the copy. I, what uh, about oh uh, what about uh, Kenny Chesney? What about um, Chris Gaines? Yeah, remember, remember Chris Gaines? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to Gaines anything from this discussion. No, but you okay, know, you know the Chris Gaines thing? With, yes, uh, Garth Brooks. Oh, of course. Garth yeah. Brooks is like dark Our goth alter ego? personality. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Who doesn't know Dark that? goth. That's he actually was, what though, it yeah. was supposed to be with yeah, the yeah. soul patch. He had everything. an earring too, I think, didn't oh, he? Oh, probably. He dyed his hair. Yeah, black, like really black. Yeah, yeah. That was um, The 90s are a trip, man. Yeah. It's yeah, that was like the precursor to like Hannah Montana. Was Chris Gaines? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah, almost. It's sort of, it's like a primordial uh, Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah, it's Chris Gaines. Primordial. <laughs> uh, but the cheapest tickets I could find on there to uh, go to, see to go Gaines. see Chris Gaines. <laughs> yes, and, exactly. and pri- he just played like with nine concerts in a row in Edmonton with you primordial Hannah yeah. Montana. Not Chris Gaines. They, Garth, yeah, they put up a fucking they raised banner his, for him. Yeah, so I feel as though. Even as a Canucks fan, I can make fun of that shit. Yeah. I'll take the Leafs Bon Jovi banner over the Garth Brooks. Bon There's a Bon Jovi banner. You didn't know that. No. In yeah. in the ACC yeah, still? I think, I think they actually took it down. It was Tim Laiwicki's idea. Ah, then, well, that explains it. And then it. I think they took it down. He had a lot of bad ideas, didn't he? He had many, yeah. yep. He gave love a bad name. Um, <laughs> well, that was Bon Jovi, not, <laughs> not Laiwicki. Tim Laiwicki. <laughs> not Tim Laiwicki. <laughs> he might have as well, though. He also did. A little known fact about Laiwicki. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, and you know where I found out that fact? On Tim Laiwicki's wiki. Laiwicki's wiki. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just do the ad? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the cheapest oh, Chris Stapleton Stephen, tickets I could guy. find were $80. Uh, I wonder if his favorite drink is a Lime Ricky. <laughs> but our listeners <laughs> would get a sweet deal on those, of course, uh, because there's only one way to look if you're looking for tickets, and that is the SeatGeek mobile app. SeatGeek is the smartest oh, way to find hockey tickets this season. There's nothing like being behind the glass for the biggest matchups of the year. And with SeatGeek, <laughs> it's never been easier to get the guaranteed seats you want for great value. Have you ever had a Lime Ricky? It's a good soda. No, uh, no there's a soda place in East Van that I think. Uh, Lime Ricky's Lime Ricky. Yeah. That's a great. Um, that's a great. Soda can you get? Uh, you can probably get M M&M and M tickets on there, right? Probably. Uh, like Wiki Wiki Shim Slim Shady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all have the SeatGeek app on our phone. <laughs> I use it all the time to see what's coming M&M up if I can tickets. get some decent, uh, decent deals that on stuff nowhere. that's coming to town. Japan Droids are going to be here really soon. I want to go are see they? that show. Where are they also. playing? Uh, the Commodore. Nice. Oh, are they? So there's Actually, probably tickets for that on SeatGeek oh, right now. Sweet. I got to uh, go to that. In addition to the 16 or 17 hockey games remaining this season. Yep. <laughs> Too many. Uh, it's by far the easiest way I've found to buy hockey tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a oh. few taps, I can instantly find seats for this weekend or any game Son all of season a bitch. long. I'm out of town for Japan Droids. That's why I'm not going. What about uh, M&M? 
Eminem doesn't come here. I'm sure he does. Uh, no, he never. The Anger Management Tour was the last time and it got canceled, and that was uh, Eminem and Limp Biscuit, and I want to say Exhibit. What the fuck? And someone else, and it was so big, so many kids at my school were going that when they canceled it, they set it on the announcements. How did they cancel <laughs> it? Uh, it was like, I was either like Eminem couldn't get over the border or he had like, he had like a bunch recently of recently abused his, his wife or something. Or something. I think I that's what remember. it was actually. I think there was a, there was a domestic thing. Oh, well this suddenly got way less funny. Well, I I we can keep doing the ad. But yeah, so it was, uh, started, oh, Papa Roach. Yeah. So it was, uh, Eminem, Limp Biscuit, and Papa Roach. Is that really the last time he was supposed to be in Vancouver? He hasn't <coughs> been to Vancouver I'd, since Oh then. no, he's been since then. Yeah. Cause didn't he, he played, um, sure Pemberton. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that sounds like the lineup now for like a Caribbean cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Or the like, yeah, the like, the I love the 90s cruise. tour. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the Anchorment Cruise. Well, there was a Juggalo. So it says, originally cruise, targeted at both rap and rock fans, the first anger management outing took place in 2000. In the process of starting the large tour, Eminem wanted to include Nine Inch Nails in the list of artists, but Marilyn Manson joining the tour would raise the issues between him and Trent Reznor. Do you remember Ozfest? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Ozfest was forever. That's classic. Oh, wow. Uh, There's a lot the, of people that were on the it. the Family Values Tour. Yeah. yeah, that was classic. That was... Corn uh, and Limp Corn, Biscuit. Limp Biscuit, Stained. Incubus, not Stained. Stained was definitely on it. Uh, they might have been on a later version. The, like the live version of Outside that oh, but that might have been definitely from the Anger Man. Are, are we still tour. doing no, the, the ad? Family Values Tour. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, thinking, no I'm, I'm thinking only of the True Blue Classic Family Values Tour, which was Corn, Ice Cube, uh, Rammstein, Limp Biscuit, Incubus, and Orgy. It's a hell of a tour. I had the VHS of that, uh, but they might have done a later family. They did values, multiple, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, this one had a lot. Of, it had Eminem, D12, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. These are all on different dates. It went for five years. Ob Trice, Exhibit, Busta Rhymes, Ob Trice. Yeah. Was it Teeth? Was that his song or what was I it? I don't even uh, remember. Quick Ob Trice. He'll it'll say what his big hit was. It was something about. I, all I know I about the, him is, is the, real names, the, no, no gimmicks. gimmicks. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the only thing anyone what knows was his, about him. What was his like big hit? He had a big uh, single. Got some, got some teeth. Oh, that's got what some it was. teeth. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And then, yeah, you've got like also some new metals in here. Limp Bizkit, Corn, Marilyn Manson, Godsmack, Three Days Grace, Linkin Park, Missy Elliott. What? <laughs> There's no way was she was D12 on. in there? Yeah, D12, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but I think the one that was supposed to be in, in here... What in Vancouver was Eminem, Limp Biscuit, Papa Roach, and whoever else. So, I think Exhibit. Did you imagine you have, what the crowd would be like in Vancouver at oh one of these shows? Oh man, did, I can because I would have been there if my parents let me go to concerts. No, my parents wouldn't let me go to concerts. I was in like grade nine or ten, or is two thousand? So yeah, grade ten. So yeah, my parents would parental permission. The first concert I went to was Incubus, and they let me go finally. I was in grade twelve. Well, we just talked about a number of different festivals with all kinds of talent up and down the lineup. And there's like only one way to get tickets to those. Festivals. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a hell of a deal. A time machine, as our friend Macklemore would say, it's a hell of a deal. Is uh, your friend? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and with SeatGeek, you always get the best deals on every ticket because oh, they price compare. 
there for you by searching yeah, multiple finished, ticket yeah. sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. And they want to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You will immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee, so you know it's legit. You can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence, and you will never get let down unless, like Eminem, they cannot cross the border and the show is canceled. Uh, best of all, of course, our listeners get a $20 rebate off of their first SeatGeek purchase. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, download the SeatGeek mobile app to your phone, go to the settings tab and click add a promo code, enter promo code REALGOOD, and SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first purchase. So download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code REALGOOD today. Nicely done. See, that goes a lot faster when I do it by myself. Yeah, no, you did good. You did good. That went way faster. We didn't have any Well, rest. except for like the huge like 10 minutes. You guys got saved. New metal. I was originally... Oh, no, actually, right. I forgot. I can just look it up on YouTube. Never mind. I was oh, going to do a new metal nook here. A with, quick uh, one? Yeah, just with the classic... Uh, with the. I don't know that we named any bands there that we haven't covered yet on new metal nook. Uh, no, no. This is just another... Uh, this is... Uh, I think that's what it was called. Oh, my God. From the uh, End of Days soundtrack, Limp Biscuit. Classic movie. Didn't we talk no, about End of Days last right. week? Mm. We talked about it before, for sure. I, the End of Days soundtrack, though. Hopefully. I had yes. that soundtrack, for sure. I had End of Days yeah. on VHS. Really? Yeah. I never saw the movie. I just remember seeing I just remember a lot of these the bands were on the End of Days soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I thought it was called... Uh, are we opening some cards? We we, yeah, yeah, we, sure. we will in a second. Oh, we we do have to donors. thank uh, do some donors yeah. this week, of course. Yep. Uh, so just give me one second on yeah, that Yeah, we got to thank... Uh, we just have one to thank. We just are thanking uh, Brinsley Salikin. All right. So it's an opportunity for us to play America's new favorite game, Boy or Girl. Boy. Uh, Brinsley, Brinsley is, is a, a guy because I know him personally. Uh, okay. And I think his last name is actually pronounced Salikin, but I can never remember because I haven't heard his I would last guess, name. I would guess Salikin. But I, yeah, it's either Salikin or Salikin, but I think it's Salikin. But great, anyway, great Brinsley. Name, That's a fantastic name. Yeah. Thank you for uh, for donating to to the show. Oh, you, I guess did you we work hard for your money, and that we know. That we do know. Do we? Yeah. Do we thank Matthew Henderson for his? No, donation? we did not. Okay. So we also have to thank Matthew Henderson. Thank you, Matthew. The Henderson. good boy, Matthew Henderson. Our logo. Uh, yeah. Our graphics. Our graphics now, man. Who is now paying us to yep. work for us? Yep. Absolutely. It's a great system. That's <laughs> exactly. That's the it's scheme like, uh, we all know and love. It's like a commentary on uh, society. Yeah. Uh, and of course, there will be a couple of donor exclusive episodes this month, but uh, starting. Next month, there's going to be a regular stream of uh, of baseball game commentaries going up there. Well, I don't. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not say regular stream. Ir- let's irregular say stream. there may be a couple, <laughs> but we don't know. Yeah, it's oh, up in the over air. the course of a few months. It's possible we'll do it once. I want to do it as many times as possible. I'm just saying you might not no. be there every okay. time. Well, I'll just say it like this: like when your pee makes you have to go to the doctor, it's going to be an irregular stream. <laughs> Yeah, just like that. Absolutely. Course, yeah. Or like when they put a dam up on a river, it will then become an irregular. I feel as though dams are like pretty regular at this point. Though. Mm. What if they burst? No, it, da- it damages. It damages the 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 upper part of the river. Yeah. Not that. Not the part past no, but, the dam. But but I'm saying just dams in general are completely like changes the. Uh, They've been around. Yeah, for but a it while. changes the the the, the environment the flow. Yeah, but I'm saying it's a regular thing. Yeah, but it's it, it, but it fact, makes the stream it, but irregular. No, in fact, it regulates the stream. I don't anything. think it does. It does. No. Yeah, because they can control how much water is coming no, out. That means they're regulating. I it. don't. Because mm. mm. I'm talking about upstream. Like you're not really understanding. What I, I'm I saying. mean, yeah, I don't like, get what you're saying at all. That's so the big uh, thing if you're listening to the show, if you're an architect. If you're listening to the show. Hit me up with a hashtag. Dams are regular. 
uh, if they, you agree with me. Like up uh, the Site C dam that they're trying to set up up north. They want to flood a massive exactly. stretch. Why would you go exactly. sightseeing to, at a dam? <laughs> Sight C dam. Well, that was a good uh, little. It's a beautiful stretch of couple, country. A couple dam jokes in where there. Where they want to put the Site C yeah. dam. Uh, I would go sightsee in there, honestly. Uh, but yes, with that out of the way, sightsee. Damn, uh, we can do uh, everybody's oh, favorite yeah. segment on the show. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a little bit different this week because yeah, uh, we got some. We we are not opening the desert uh, storm trading cards no, this week. No, we got week something new. Because we save that for the guests usually, I find. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and uh, it's also like, we can't do it every week. No, I mean, it's, it's a little uh, bit boring. Though out. I do want to thank one listener whose name escapes me uh, at the moment who brought to our attention, all three mm-hmm. of us, on Instagram of all social media platforms, oh, yeah. uh, that I there is a him. card in the Desert Storm trading pack uh, set yeah. that uh, is of a... Uh, it's Danny Randall. It's a young Dick Cheney. Thank you to Danny Randall yeah, for that. Yeah, so it's kind of like we have that and we have Saddam. But we don't know if that's in this set, though, right? Was it part of the oh, pro right. set There's set? It might be like different. But there, it, it might still be in this one. That His, was, it does look like the pro set set, like that font. Yeah, it, it looks definitely like, does. It looks like the one that we So have. that looks like the same style yeah, as the uh, yeah. George So young Dick H-W. Cheney. So young, he's not even Dick yet. He's, he's Richard, Richard B. Cheney. Oh, we did our sing yeah. the thing at the well, same time. Thing. Sweet. Done. Got this episode's over, way. I guess. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but so, but yeah. we have that to look forward so to. So we're, we're going to be on the lookout for Dick Cheney at some point. Uh, but in the meantime, a uh, friend of the show, Jay Turner from Grand Prairie, mailed in a pair uh, or some cards here. Uh, in fact, the stamp that he used could almost be described as a card it's as a, well. It's a big it's stamp. It's like a full-sized stamp uh, of Sidney Crosby, I believe. Uh, yep, that looks like Sid. 87. I That's thought that might have been 81 for a second there. <laughs> Could have been Phil Kessel, but uh, not the case. It, does, and, it uh, says Crosby on it, too, I think, doesn't it? So let's see what we got here. And he said they were extra boring. boring. Yeah, he was trying to say they were the, the most boring, boring cards imaginable. Okay. Okay, well, let's and see. And they are... Oh, boy. 1992 PGA Tour cards. <laughs> 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 oh my we God. got two sets of them. These are also pro set as well. 12 photo and stat cards and one PGA Tour pro set discount card per pack. I wonder if those will still be relevant. So like Jack Nicklaus would be... Nicklaus? Nicklaus. <laughs> Nicklaus. Jack Nicklaus. Uh, he would have been around then. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah I, I used to confuse him and uh, not, Jack Not He Nicholson. wouldn't have been as good, but... You can also send away for a binder to keep your cards. Oh, you in. know what? If, there might be a John Daly in here. Oh, yeah. There could be a John he started Daly. In should, we gonna, or should we open both of these right now? Sure, why not? Yeah. Who cares? Okay. We'll do it quicker. We won't so do this the my usual. Fir- we got the first pack. Here, hand me like half of them. Yeah. Okay, so we've got... Oh, my God. There's so many cards oh, wow. in here. I've got Peter Jacobson, who was actually like a pretty good, uh, a pretty good golfer. Ooh, the back of the cards is great, too. Jacobson got hot during a couple weeks in September, tied for second at the Hardy's Golf Classic thanks to opening and closing rounds of 65. But these cards are so funny because it's like you can tell the internet doesn't exist yet. It's like all this stuff that you would just normally look up. They've got all his statistics. He was uh, 177th in Eagles with one. So yeah, congrats, Peter Jacobson. Half of the photos 
uh, on the front of the cards, you can tell the guy's oh, shot wow. did not go the way he wanted it to. I got a couple of senior PGA guys, too. So I got a bunch of guys grimacing as they're taking shots here. The first of which is Walter Morgan, okay, yeah, uh, who's smoking a fat stogie That's what I'm while he about. golfs. <laughs> here. Oh, my Walter God. That's one. amazing. Walter yeah. Morgan, you just shot up to the top of my golfer power rankings. Yeah, uh, I've got Lance Ten Broke over here. Never heard of him. Good name. Dan Forsman, who I've also never really heard of. He's from Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Look at this pose. This guy's got my body. Mike Hulbert. Oh like yeah, especially with that, especially with that massive visor. Yeah, on exactly. There. He's got thicker thighs than you. Well, that's <laughs> not hard. But now I've got a big one though. I've got VJ Singh. Oh my god! Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, a young VJ Singh. Young v- this might be like a Looks VJ like a Singh rookie card. Well, wait. Why is it green there? Because he says, on a European. Yes, PGA? it's European. Okay, this says yeah. official PGA European Tour collectible card. Wow. Got Bob Charles, <clears throat> Homero Blancas, Dave Hill. These guys are old. And then I've got Lee Elder, who was a, he was a classic. This guy looks like exactly what you think a golfer would look like. We got our first in like the nineties. We got our first mullet. It's kind of like out of shape. John, John Cook. Cook. That's quite famous the mullet. explorer. So no, it was James Cook. No John Daly. I've got uh, Tom Shaw over here, who looks like a boring old white dude. I think that's uh, most of them. John oh. Ross. I've got stat le- a stat leader here. These guys tied for the two mo- the two most eagles. Andy Bean and John Houston. Mr. Who I Bean. Don't, uh, Houston, I sort of recognize that name. Bean. Isn't I that Angelica idea. Houston's dad? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then uh, Gil Morgan, who who played for a while and has a great haircut in this photo. It's very Al Davis-like. It really is. Yeah. And then you've got the discount. And then I've got the discount card, which is 10 cents off your next purchase of merchandise <laughs> from the Pro Set Gazette let's, catalog. Uh, let's, is there a phone number or anything? I also have one let's of those. See. There's no phone number. So we've got 20 cents off. It's got that. It's got that. Oh, it's probably it's the, the same the address. Way. It's probably the same address as the Desert Storm one. Discount this, this card expires December 31st, 1993. This we might should be, definitely make that a bit, though, to see if we can somehow get it. Well, let's send it to the parking lot and see what happens. This might be an even better card than Walter Morgan, who I'm still very fond of with that massive cigar in his mouth. Uh, this man has the build of a uh, defensive coordinator for an NFL team, but he is, in fact, a pro golfer. His name is Craig Stadler. Oh, yeah. Stadler's a beauty. <laughs> you don't know Stadler? He's no. a very famous really? golfer. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, like a, the walrus. In 1991, his official money was $827,628. So uh, he did have the second most earnings in the 1991 Do you know what we should year. do with the... Uh, so we can write in... We figured it out. It's like a parking lot, right? We looked up the address of this place, of ProSet. Yeah. It's a parking lot. So I'm assuming there's like... There's an address. Like you can still... Yeah, yeah. You can probably, still send it to you, the address. Yeah. So um, what we should do is write as if we're like children from like 1992 and attach oh, like... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like uh, in crayon? And then attach photos of us from 1992 yeah, being yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah, huge yeah. fans of like Craig Stadler and, yeah, like, and like yeah, all those guys. Yeah, that's a great idea. And so then they'll think like this card got like lost in the mail. Okay, so this I'm looking it <laughs> up is, again. This is the real yeah, collector's it's, it's card of this sure. set. For sure. Yeah, see, like it's still... Yeah, it's definitely... It's just there's like, like a, an office. There's something. There's there. an office building in the back here. Yeah, yeah. in the parking lot. Okay. Let's see. I can try and see what's at the address here. Hold on. Uh, at this location, card ovation. Wait, well, hold on. Oh, is that non-profit organization? Card ovation. Interesting. Okay, let me look that up. Card ovation. What did you get there? Justin? The real collector's item of this set is uh, the Arnold Palmer Award winner. Oh my gosh! It's a eBay store. It looks like card ovation. 
for the 1991 Senior PGA Tour. And it looks like it's a lot of Christian cards. His name is Mike Hill, and he looks very, very old. There you go. But it's a gold card nice. because he won the Arnold Palmer Award winner. Hell yeah. Well, I think we should send them... Uh, card ovation. Let's let's send them uh, a letter from us written in like pencil crayon or crayon. Oh, no. This says it's with in photos of Cambridge. Us. That's oh. in the... St- in the UK. Oh, this is UK. Hold on. I'm okay. just going to rattle off a bunch of names here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get it out of the way. And then... If you've heard of them okay. ever. Uh, Bob Wolcott. No. no. Uh, Mark O'Mara. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Huge. I've heard of him. Huge guy. Uh, David Guilford. No. Uh, no. He uh, is a British guy, apparently. Uh, Jimmy Powell. No. No. EJ Feister. No. no. Uh, Robert Wren. No. no. And Doug Toole. No. no. Sounds, great name. Great name yeah. And he looks so disappointed in the show. Okay, so this <laughs> says... That's a great... Card Ovation is a privately held company in Dallas, Texas, and is an unknown business, categorized under credit card services. Mm. Our record show was established in 97 and incorporated in Texas. Current estimates show this company has an annual revenue of unknown and employs a staff of approximately one to four. Oh, we're definitely sending these guys. The president's name is Lamar Carter. <laughs> yeah, no, we're 100% sending them a fake... Letter pretending it's from like nineteen. See if we can find Lamar on Facebook. Let's dox this motherfucker. All right, uh, what are we talking about next? I got to leave in like twenty minutes. Yeah. So. Uh, well, we are quickly going to talk about the big story that made the rounds today, which yes. is the changeup. Oh uh, baby, uh, Lee Chin. <coughs> speaking Pardon with me. the Irish Times, says he was surprised by the levels of drinking and fighting in the NHL. Quote, they were lowering pints the day before a game, and that was sitting at lunch, he said. Which I want to say, first of all, there's nothing that weird about that. Oh, well, no, okay. Having so, a beer with lunch when you're playing a game tomorrow. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure most NHL, like, I don't see, and they, because they're, they exercise a lot. Um, they have, like, very spe- specific diets for the most part. They have nutritionists and everything, right? So, um, I think what ended up happening because he was shocked about that, which, yes. is, which is weird. And Especially then he, for an Irish hurler. Yeah. Which, uh, what is hurling? It's a... It's, they've got a... It's like a combination it the, of... It's a primitive form of hockey. They've got a stick. It's really violent. Okay. Yeah. But he's an amateur. He's like an unpaid hurler. Yeah, it's like a field... It's like field hockey, kind of. Yeah. They use a... He's they use a, a crooked They so use a crooked stick. From what... Because uh, Botchford wrote an article about this covering the whole thing. Uh, he was... Uh, Lee Chin was apparently hanging out with alumni pretty much the entire right. week that he was here. So the Canucks alumni are yeah. are they're retired. Yeah. So they're probably yeah, they can drink as much as they want. Well the you thing know? is too that with the Canucks alumni, like they don't it's not exactly like the most sparkling roster of no. names. Like guys who were actually good no, players do you know in what, the NHL. Do you know the list of the alumni guys at the Super Skills was? I'll give you one name on there. Mike Pettinger was on that list. There you go. <laughs> and but actually so was friend of the show Kyle Well. Well, I know that, uh, but that's what I'm saying is like it, it's it's definitely a lot of older, uh, a it's lot just of guys who still live. Yeah, around like here. older guys that happen to live around here. Yeah. Like I used to teach a kid, uh, Trent Lofthouse, and his dad, I think Richard Lofthouse. I don't know, but he played for the Canucks for like one season. Yeah, yeah, and that's enough. and he's on the Canucks alumni. Well, like so why? Like, but why wouldn't you? I guess. Yeah, right? of course, of course. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not begrudging him yeah, that, yeah. but I'm just saying like it's not like he's hanging out with like. Marcus Naslund and Pavel Bur and like guys that would no, still be It's like the local alumni guys. Yeah, it's like still the local in, alumni in the guys who are like, man. Yeah, I'd definitely crush fucking twenty beers. I don't 
don't give a shit. Yeah, because that's the thing, right? He he didn't see anyone drink that much. Yes. He was just like, they told me about told. that, which is obviously like Dave Babbitt or something just fucking with him. The article says, Chin had no previous experience in the game beyond a little ice skating in Wexford around Christmas time. Yet what possibly impressed him most was the permitted levels of physicality and social drinking. When I told them I didn't get paid, they couldn't believe it, says Chin. They were looking at me as if I had two heads at times, as if to say, why are you so stupid? Why do you do it? <laughs> but I picked a lot of brains, asked a lot of lads, what was the fighting about? What fascinated me was the player power, the whole running that allows players to throw off the gloves and fight. Uh, I thought at first this was so barbaric, allowed to go on in a sport. It's crazy-like. The players were able to explain, and I was so intrigued by it, the reasoning behind it. Literally, it's the players that police that ruling, and there's nothing in the rule book that says you can't do it. It's there for the players to protect them. If a guy is acting the maggot with another player on the ice... <laughs> acting the maggot. He has to pay that's for it. That's a great it, sentence. And that's the way it's done. That's probably the title of this episode. Uh, the drinking acting culture... Acting maggot? Yeah. ...surprised him even more. Something he admitted he wouldn't dare do sitting at home, let alone in front of Wexford hurling man. Manager Davey Fitzgerald. The drinking culture they have, I couldn't believe it. They were lowering pints the day before a game, and that was sitting at lunch. It was after we played a game on a Sunday, and there was a lunch with the alumni team on the Monday. I was invited with Eric Goodbranson and one of his teammates beside him. I had a glass of water. Eric was injured, but I asked his teammate if he was playing tomorrow, and he said, yeah, what's the big deal? And managers and coaches and everyone sitting around, and I was thinking, I wouldn't do this sitting in front of Davey. I wouldn't do it if I was at home on my own, never mind in front of Davey. But they just believe in it. And here's where it gets well, it's just good. Like, it's like one beer. Yeah, one beer over lunch. lunch like, Isn't this guy Irish? What the I know. fuck is he's wrong an Iri- with him? He's, he plays a sport called well, hurling. I will say, I will say, I've never had a beer at lunch. Okay, well, okay. let's... So, okay, all right. So, I mean, like, I, I, I have so to you, agree you with... empathize. I have to empathize with Lee Chin that I would also be very confused that people would have a beer over lunch just because that's something I've personally never done. True. Right, but he's an Irish hurler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. He drinks a lot. Also, probably. it sounds like his game is pretty violent and barbaric. It's Big time. Very so. violent. Big time. There's no fighting, but it's you hit up, you hit each other with sticks. Yeah, I'm it's, it's sure. kind of like lacrosse. It's like a combo of like field hockey and lacrosse, I think. But the ball's like really hard, I think. Well, yeah. It's like a field hockey ball. Anyway. Right. Here's uh, where it gets he, good. Here's the, the money quote. And they have this thing called a change-up. <laughs> when a player is not on form, not scoring... The manager will call a change-up, and basically, that player has to go out and ruin himself for the night, then come back the next day with the attitude of, you just don't care. So they send him out, drink 20 pints, go off with a couple of women, whatever he wants, and come back the next day. That's the way they live. It's the culture. What they believe in. Letting off steam like that. I don't know if they look at the science behind it. Well, okay. They definitely don't look at the science behind it. If they, if they were doing it, they wouldn't be doing advanced change-ups. They would just be doing the eye test change-ups. But it's 100% that's the alumni fucking with them. Yeah. It has to be. Uh, or, or it could have been current Canucks fucking with him, but it seems more likely he was hanging out with the alumni most of the time. And that was Dave Babich. Or that's like, what Botchford said? Or, well, yeah, he, he said that he was mostly hanging out with the alumni, was his understanding. Okay. And, and he's like, yeah, Dave Babich jokes around a lot. Yeah. Uh, Yerky Lume jokes around a lot. So he's just so, taking everything literally. 
And they're I like, guess can so, you yeah. fucking believe this guy? Let's yeah. tell him the most ridiculous oh, things I'm we can. I'm assuming that's what happened. Because clearly that does not happen. Yeah. For the, like, or it, if it does, it's not sanctioned by the coach. Yeah. <laughs> the coach is not like, like well, Willie I, was, I was thinking about scratching you for a game, and instead, go out and drink 20 beers. We'll see you tomorrow. If that was a real thing that happened, Louis Erickson would be dead. <laughs> so hurling... Sounds incredibly Irish. Just uh, they get a lot of people. This is there's a photo here. Eighty two thousand people at the two thousand and nine All Ireland Senior Hurling Championship final between Kilkenny and Tipperary at Croke Park in Dublin. So it just says the objective of the, of the game is for players to use a wooden stick called a hurley to hit a small ball called a sliatar, which is probably s- pronounced like sl- like slitchar or something like or, that. What the, how's it spelled? It's spelled like this, but like in Irish, I think you the T's are like a ch sound. So it's probably, it's probably like slotcher. No, it's probably like pronounced that. Siobhan. If I any, any <laughs> Irish, any Irish is thing is pronounced Siobhan. Siobhan. Okay, so if we have a true Irish Saoirse. listener, I'm guessing yeah. it's called a slot a slotcher. I'll go Searsha. Okay. So between the you're supposed to hit it between the opponent's goalposts, either over the crossbar for one point or under the crossbar into a net guarded by a goalkeeper for one goal, which is equivalent to three points. The slotcher can be caught in the hand and carried for not more than four steps, struck in the air or struck on the ground with the hurley. That's the stick is the hurley. It can be kicked or slapped with an open hand for short-range passing. A player who wants to carry the ball for more than four steps has to bounce or balance the slotcher on the end of the stick, and the ball can only be handled twice while in their possession. Oh, weird. Should try hurling something. And then it says, provided that a player has at least one foot on the ground, a player may make a shoulder-to-shoulder charge on an opponent who is in possession of the ball, who is playing the ball, or when both players are moving in the direction of the ball to play it. No protective padding is worn by players except for a helmet. Yeah. So, and yeah, it sounds pretty violent. also sounds like getting hit with, like, the sticks and shit would hurt the most, would, yeah. probably. Are you guys ready for the segue? But, well, you can well Lee, Lee Chin uh, was only hanging out with the Canucks because he was involved in some kind of reality show. Yeah, because Alex Ald like, went trading to, places. Alex Ald went over to Hurl. Yeah. Right, exactly who you think of when you think of an active NHL Canucks player, Alex Ald. Well, who would be allude to go do that? It would be him. Uh, what? What? <laughs> a lewd? <laughs> yeah, that was when he uh, they he came out and they put the wrong stitching on his jersey. Oh wow! Oh right! That wow. is a real that deep hole for a that's very a one percenter. That is a one percenter right there. <laughs> yeah, as in one percent of people will get it, and the other ninety nine percent will hate it. That's why it's called. A yeah, yeah, I got uh, it. yes, but yeah. the toughest just trade. For the people who are not as smart as me. The All toughest right. trade <laughs> is the uh, name of the show, and that airs in uh, Ireland. This Friday night. Oh, I'm excited to watch that. Yeah. Hopefully that hits Uh, YouTube. Here's my segue, though. Okay. So, speaking of people coming from a different country to play a Canadian sport. Nice. Great segue. uh, Our clip of the week. Clip of the week. Yes. Vince Young signed uh, former, Rough Riders. former Tennessee Titan. Former, yeah, uh, former million teams. Because uh, he was a backup for, this year, wasn't he? Oh, I don't know about this year. I he think played, so. uh, it was Texas. Yeah, or no, he won, yeah he won maybe the, not he, this Because he won the national championship with Texas. Like He was yeah. really he good. He played for Tennessee, Philly, Buffalo, Green Bay, Cleveland. Oh, yeah. I want to yeah. say he was drafted by the Titans. So he, he was. was the, oh, yeah. He and was he, for and sure. he, had a, he had a couple good years, or like yeah. at least one good year. He was the backup for the Cleveland Browns last in 2014. And I will say, oh, like, sorry. He 
was only on the practice squad. He was the third overall pick in 2006. Yeah. I will say this video, he's so happy, I think, just to be playing football again. And it's like very infectious. And like, I'm kind of excited to watch him play. And remember to our American friends, the team that he has uh, signed with to play is Saskatchewan. It's a tough word to say. Rider Nation, how you doing? I'm Vince Young, uh, quarterback of the Scotchville Rough Riders. Just want to say thank y'all for the opportunity to be here and to play here. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, one of the things you need to know about me, I'm very goofy. Free play that. He's very goofy. I mean, the, 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 the money part of it. That's a hard word to say. I remember there were like I guess, couple, yeah, a couple if you don't si- know it. Yeah, there's a Simpsons joke about like how hard it is. Like, it's a hard word to say, Let's right? hear that one more time. Oh, definitely. Rider Nation, how you doing? I'm Vince Young, uh, quarterback of the Scotchua Rough Riders. Okay. Scotchua. 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 Warwer. It was. It's a combination of Saskatchewan and Ottawa. Yeah. Saskatchewan. I like it. Yeah. It's like where that army base is, like Petawawa. Yeah. Like that. But he does seem. If you watch the video, he does have a look on his face, like, "Oh man, I fucked that one up." But he's he's happy to be there. I think he's excited to play. I'm I'm excited to watch him. Oh yeah, like. The uh, the CFL has had a lack of like high end quarterbacks, I would say. Well, I'm not sure if this is going to help that lack. Well, but it's a it's it's name power. Relative, like, I don't even know that yeah. he's going to be the starter, is he? I mean, I I don't know. Who are you asking? You should ask your. Uh, <laughs> Who are you asking? You yeah, John Fraser. Uh, yeah, lacrosse. John guy, Fraser yeah. will know. Yeah. Or uh, just uh, text Sean White. Oh yeah, there you go. Well, he yeah he might know or he might not know. He'll probably know better than any of us. Oh for sure. Yeah. I mean, well, presumably. he's got friends in Scotch War, I would assume. <laughs> I that's, would think and that's so almost too. that was almost a Looney Tooney Clipperoonie as well. Because he played with Canadian. Ocho in uh, in Montreal. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So. Right, right. Uh, Great well, clip. Uh, Stefan has to get going to a hockey game here. So, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is. Uh, uh, one of the most regular uh, appearers, I guess, on this program. You know him, you love him, from this very podcast, and now he's branching out uh, with a podcast of his own, so there will be even more of him out there it's wonderful for you to it's, enjoy it's on the funny. internet. Uh, Jesse Farrar, welcome back to Real Good Show. Hello, boys. How are we? We're doing pretty good, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're good. So you, yeah. you contacted, like when I told you we were recording today, you contacted me and said... I, I need to be on the show today. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Is it? I thought it was maybe for uh, your new podcast, uh, Your Kickstarter Sucks, the podcast with you uh, you and Michael Hale, which I love, by the way. Thank um, you. Thank you so much. But it's not, it, it wasn't for that. Uh, and, you told, and you told me this in confidence, but I mean, obviously you want to talk about it on the show, so I can say it. Uh, you have proof of Jared Fogel's innocence. Well, that's right. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know if we wanted to get right into it, or um, I mean, do, do you feel like your listeners have a good background? We on... can, if you want to give the background on 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 what happened exactly, maybe just the history uh, the history of. We'll do a Jared rundown here. Well, okay, and you, it, and if you can, can you, if you can help me out, jump in and help me out. I know you're sort of a historian as well on yeah. this yeah. topic, so so hop in if I if I get something wrong. Well. Uh, uh, so Jared Fogel was probably one of the most famous child molesters um, and most celebrated pedophiles of the last 20, 30 years. Uh, and then there was some rumors, there was some scuttlebutt that actually Mr. Fogel had been uh, partaking in uh, Subway sandwiches. And this was unsubstantiated at first, uh, but there was a, a little more information came out. And it turned out, uh, after authorities seized his hard drives, that he had... I mean, I'm talking like hundreds, you know, maybe even thousands of pictures of sandwiches on his hard drive, um, a variety of 
custom order combinations that he had saved to his macros on his keyboard. Um, he had even gone so, and, and this was substantiated by recordings later given over to uh, federal authorities from someone he considered a friend at the time. Uh, he had even gone so far, if you can believe this, uh, to rope other people in uh, to his games. And I don't want to call that. Maybe that's that's that puts too fine a point on it. I mean, he was he was bringing these adults in to see if they could get him sandwiches as well. Um, well, there's, so it the, wasn't... The, there's the infamous photo of him, uh, and this is it came out after he was arrested, where he's holding up uh, the big jeans. Oh yeah, apps and and you know, and apparently he lost a lot of weight on this, and you know that's great. That's I mean that's great for him. But I don't think that's how we should be encouraging our pedophiles to behave, is to, is to eat fast food. That's just, to me, that's wrong. Yeah, the, the real problem here is that the sandwiches, uh, as I understand it, were all under six grams of fat. And that is below the yep. legal uh, amount of fat that a sandwich can have uh, for you to be able to eat it, obviously. Um, that, yeah, that's my there's impression. A, there's a range in there from six to 12 grams of fat. Where a lot of people, and you'll see this on Reddit all the time, they'll say, oh, you know, um, that's okay. Uh, it's not because the sandwich is so young because, you know, or it, it, at that point the sandwich has matured enough, you know, where it's okay. It's like biological. It makes sense that we would want sandwiches with 6 to 12 grams of fat, um, even though, you know, socially it's not acceptable, but from a biological. And I just don't buy it. I'm sorry. It's gross. Um, the whole thing is gross. Anything under 12 grams of fat is, is really, I mean, it's wrong. It's morally wrong. What about uh, in terms of in terms of the different bread types? Because from what I heard, he was it was anywhere from the Italian bread to the Italian herbs and cheese to even uh, the Parmesan oregano. Um, oh yeah, and he loved it all. And and we're talking about the we're talking about the wheat, the white. Uh, let's see, I think you said the Italian herbs and cheese. Yeah. Uh, and he enjoyed the uh, and uh, the oat and honey, I believe. Um, which well, yeah, is which is you just, don't see, that's disgusting. I mean, I you don't see a lot. You don't I, see a lot of that, but that's just how depraved this guy was. Um, but but and it wasn't. You were saying you have proof that proves he wasn't depraved is the thing, right? So. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. That, well, so I, I what what I have unearthed, Stefan, yeah. is evidence that contradicts the the widely known fact. You know, fact, so to speak. We're in this. We're in the era of fake news, um, so it's really hard to say what's a fact anymore. I mean, you've seen it on CNN, we've seen it on Fox, we've seen it everywhere, all over uh, the internet and everything that he was a pedophile, and we all loved and respected him for that. But I have unearthed some new evidence that suggests there that Jared Fogle was not, in fact, a pedophile at all. He uh, he loved. Um, grown uh, adults, um, and I, to me, this is shot. I, I think I, I'm amazed that this is not getting more coverage. What kind of evidence have you unearthed? What kind of evidence? Well, I mean, you, you want me to just spell out all the ever that shows? I mean, it's kind of hard to prove such a. I mean, is it like emails or is it, is it like a video or texts? Well, it's you know it's a variety of things, and and some people say it's circumstantial, but to me it all adds up to a very obvious conclusion. Um, well, I mean, for one thing, have we ever seen Jared and a child in the same room at the same time? You know, I submit that no, we have not, and that's a, that's a mark against him for sure. But uh, you know, Jared Fogel was even married for a time. 
He was to married. He was, he was married twice. He got divorced and then and then got married and had a taste for it, I guess, and and went back for yeah, seconds. yeah, really, really weird stuff. Um, yeah, got married and and apparently this last marriage only dissolved uh, after the sandwich, uh, the, the I get the big sandwich scandal of uh, this last couple of years. So, so up until very recently, this guy was still. I mean, he was still married to an adult woman out there, um, and it could have been any one of us. I believe they call it, uh, you call it the sandwich scandal. I think uh, the preferred nomenclature is uh, the scandwich. The, yeah, well, you, of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's um, okay. Scan, yeah. Scandwich, breadgate, uh, yeah, I mean, it goes, there's a variety of terms for it, but but at its at its, at its most rotten, evil core, you know, it's it's the same thing, and, it, and it's that undercooked bread, and that's what it is every single time. Well, and even if you get it toasted, right? It it doesn't seem to make a difference. It doesn't seem to make a difference, Stefan. No, you're absolutely right. And, and sometimes it exacerbates the poor quality of the bread. And I'm gonna go on a bread rant here. Uh, and I don't know if do you want to queue up the bread rant. Um, we'll we'll drop we'll drop it in. Uh, okay. Yeah. Start the I make a note of this, Justin. Put the bread rant drop oh, in. It's, it's playing. Trust me. Okay, get that in on post um, if you have the time. Yeah, you know the subway bread to me is you know it smells it smells good, right? It smells good. Um, we can say but that, it doesn't yeah. taste good. And yeah. That's the main problem with it. Um, you know, you go in there, you smell it. Oh, this is freshly baked. You know, I've I've thought for a long time that maybe that smell is piped in from somewhere else, from a good bakery with some good bread, maybe. Um, and unfortunately, this Jared thing happened, and and it kind of threw us off the off the uh, off path the, off there, the, off the out what scent. that bread scent. Off the scent. Off the yeah. Threw us off the thank well, you. Yeah. I, I've heard that they include something that like goes into yoga mats is also in their bread. So I mean, I mean that begs the obvious question: Why are they trying to get rid of all their yoga mats? Yeah, I guess. Um, I, I guess the the I guess Jared was really into yoga for a while. Maybe that's how he lost all the weight. Um, that's all I can figure is this guy got really into yoga and. Like his jeans, the yoga mats were comically outsized, and so they kind of had to like, well, you know, we got all these yoga mats now. What are we gonna do with them? So I guess the natural thing is to shred them up, throw them in that, throw them in that dough, you know. Now Jared is in uh, is in prison until 2029. Um, wow. Are you gonna Are you gonna come forward to the? We're not authorities. Um, well, I hope that you can get this message out there. Right. I, I'm saying you're not you're not gonna phone like a tip line or. You're 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 gonna you're talking to a, a moderately popular podcast, and, and you're hoping that by chance someone working in uh, in like the sex crimes division of the FBI is listening. Is that is that the goal here? Well, my guess sandwich. My sandwich guess is the vast. The, my guess is the vast majority of your audience um, are sex crimes detectives. That's the best I can figure, um, just from checking out the publicly available stats on your podcast. Is that. Um, most of the people who listen to your show are are either deviants themselves or familiar with the world of deviants um, and uh, and are, are well well trafficked in the world of of, of uh, really disgusting sexual acts. So I'm hoping that there's some connection out there that can uh, make this happen. Do you, do you have any suspects, Jesse, in terms of who would have set Jared up? Um, well, you know, I haven't really come forward th- with that in, uh, until now, so this is going to be a real good show exclusive. Um, all of the digital breadcrumbs, if you will, that I've followed, uh, point to one man, and that is the Burger King. Like the so. guy, the guy from the commercials. 
Well, it's it's the guy in the suit. Um, so the the Burger King you see in the commercial is actually just a suit, but there is a guy in the suit, and he is the actual Burger oh, King. Oh, so the guy yeah. the guy playing the Burger King, and he was just, okay. Yeah, the the real Burger King plays the fictional Burger King. Um, I don't want to get started on this. That's, I, I mean, we'll that's be, a whole. We'll be here all night, yeah. but I mean, yeah, that's basically. So it's sort of a, you know, it's a. You remember in the Star Wars movies where um, the uh, the 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 queen becomes a senator, but she still has the body double, even though she's just a senator. There's yeah. like thousands of those. Yeah. So what's up with that? Well, it's like how uh, the Yoda puppet they put a dog inside of it. Yeah, they put the um, they put the Taco Bell dog in there actually. So, it all kind of it all kind of comes back. It together. ties it's sort it of ties a, together. Yeah, <laughs> this the the world is very incestuous. You know, it's very strange how it all works together. So, well, before we let you go, do you have anything? Because uh, we're gonna try and get this to Jared if we can. Um, he's in in prison in Englewood, uh, Colorado. Um, is there anything you'd like to say to Jared? Hey Jared, you're out there in Colorado. How about enjoying some of that great weed? Some uh, some of the <clears throat> some of the uh, ganja you can smoke out there. Um, uh, he's probably taking advantage of it right now. He's probably token up. Um, what's the uh, what do you think? He's probably, he's probably hitting a big bong, right? Um, I mean, he's just, pro- he's 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 in jail. He's probably hooting that weed horn right now and uh, and taking a couple spliffs off of it and just rolling one up. Um, so that's what I say to him. Well, he's I, he's high. Yeah, I uh, I think there's not much more needs to be said, really. And uh, John is just in like stunned silence here. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's probably bombshell after bombshell. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Jesse, do you uh, save any of your own scoops for for your show? Uh, you know, we haven't talked a lot about Jared Fogel uh, as of yet on the cast. Um, sort of saving that for Sweeps Week, but. You know, uh, the pod, the podcast is Your Kickstarter Sucks. You can find it on iTunes. Uh, we're on Twitter as well at Your Kickstarter. Um, and, you know, maybe when he gets out, you, Stephanie, 2029, is that when he's out? 2029 is when he's eligible for parole. That's correct. So who knows? I mean, you know, he, he's still going to have the contacts, and, and he may very well be, you know, uh, crowdfunding some kind of campaign uh, when he gets out, or, or maybe even uh, maybe even from behind bars if he can – uh, if he can put down the pipe, I'm, you know, for I'm a few hoping, minutes enough to get. I'm hoping he runs for uh, political office personally. Well, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be the only uh, candidate with a scandal behind him that involves sandwiches. I mean, that, that that's an American tradition that goes way back. So you know that oh, that yeah. wouldn't surprise me at all to see uh, President Fogel maybe what twenty. 2040, I guess, is when we'd probably be looking for him next. So I guess uh, stay on the lookout for that. Now, uh, just one last thing. Uh, in terms of your podcast, John left a review recently, and you you sent me that review, and I thought it was quite funny. But there was something else uh, about that review that was even funnier. Can you bring that up? Well, <laughs> so so here's what I'll say about John's review. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very sweet. I appreciate that he made the effort. Um, my guess is now that he has totally deactivated his account uh, because of what I found, um, and it was that there were two two total reviews. Uh, the the first review was uh, of course uh, of the, my podcast, which again I appreciate sincerely, um, and the other one was a, a scathing review. Um, he really he really tore it apart, tore it to pieces. This is on iTunes, of course, so it's not a podcast. Uh, in this case, it was uh, it was an album. Uh, by none other than the famous musician uh, Leah Michelle <laughs> from Glee. 
from yeah the uh, I guess the actress probably from from Glee released um, like a solo released an album. album yeah uh, so, yeah she went solo and uh, it really it man boy it really got under his skin for some reason <laughs> John John you, really hated it do you remember this John I, I mean it's I, I I really don't recall this but like now that you're talking about it it does seem like it is coming back to it's coming back to my mind a little bit yeah you were always more of a of a cory monteith fan yeah i mean well i mean peace exactly i definitely consider myself a glee tard and um i think that uh yeah cory monteith actually a good friend of mine dated him for a while so i always felt like i had some kind of kinship with him in the show classic glory story yeah of course that's normal everyone knows it (laughs) And um, everyone knows it and loves it, you know, if you're a Vancouver person. And um, and I was just so disappointed with her solo album, you know? I just felt like... Well, you had the- high expectations. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. As a guy who had seen every episode of the show multiple times, uh, was really looking to, to Leah for something inspiring, and it just, you know, she just really didn't deliver. It fell flat. It fell flat for me, yeah. Dropped the ball. Well, you know, to me, I just, it, it seems, it's obvious, like, why else, why else does she have this album? Except for the fact that she's on TV. I mean, hello. You know? Yeah. I mean, oh, I, was, uh, I, I mean, exactly. You, she was. You, she you, was hit, you hit the nail on the head. I really kind of felt preyed on almost, you know, like she I felt like she was like, hey, John, like you watch me on TV. Just accept this this subpar product, you know, like I just had to like take it. It's like I was. And being, you said and you said no. I said, hell no, man. And not today. And everyone knows that the best place to voice your frustration is the iTunes review section. So that's obviously where I went immediately. You gave it two stars, I believe. I don't remember, actually, Jesse. Was it a two or a one? Boy, I really wanted to say one, but but two is much funnier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to give that. To give it to, to be so mad at it that you wrote a review in like 2010 or no it was recent wasn't it it was recent it was 2014. Yeah. <laughs> Stefan of course that? knows that yeah 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 it was uh, well it was it was I what I did was I wrote the scathing review but then at the end I was like a creepy internet dude where I was like yeah but she's still hot two stars <laughs> like one star just for her being attractive wow yeah you know how you know how we roll <laughs> up here in Vancouver. Boy, that's terrible. Well, I'm I'm sorry the album didn't work out for you, but maybe her sophomore effort will be more will leave more of an impression. You can add to your review count three total reviews. <laughs> yeah, exactly, absolutely, and two out of the three uh, on on Leah Michelle albums. <laughs> All right, that podcast once again is your Kickstarter sucks, Jesse Farrar. And Michael Hale, Jesse, uh, thank you so much for doing the real good show once again. Where was Michael, uh, by the way? Uh, I was informed that he was at a gay pride parade, which I didn't know um, was going on. <laughs> on a Thursday, on show... a Thursday night in Nashville, I'd love to be there and show my support, but uh, but he didn't let me know where he was. I don't know if he, I don't know, he's going by himself. I'm not sure. He didn't say. So that's just what I heard. Well, we wish him and you all of the best, and uh, have really been enjoying the show. So uh, best of luck with that, and thank you for stopping by. Thanks a lot. Hey, I'll I'll see you guys out there on the iTunes charts. Watch out. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> Bye-bye, guys. Jesse Farrar, ladies and gentlemen. 
That was uh, that was always interesting. John, welcome back to the room. I know you ducked out. Thank you. Yeah, legally had to leave the room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I may. Uh, for those of you that don't know, um, I don't drink, and um, also I'm a high school teacher. Yeah, so so kind of as soon bad, as we uh, started making jokes about uh, Jared Bowen. anything sandwiches. to do with that uh, about sandwiches, I uh, I took my. I took my leave. They and, serve uh, sandwiches in the cafeteria. Yeah. We all understand. And I went and ate a hot dog, yeah. which is in no way a sandwich. But you're here for some uh, questions. I'm here for some questions. I'm always here for some questions. Top our, three uh, questions of the top week. top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? <laughs> we murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. What do you have for us, John? All right. So uh, I have several questions. Uh, first, we have this question coming in from Rad Villainy. And we don't have a name for this person, so that's just what they are. Rad Villainy. 100 points for question 100 points, he asks, or she, whatever. We're not going over no, it's this a guy. again. Rad Villainy is a guy. Okay. What sport would be made better by adding golf-like sand traps randomly across the court slash arena? Well, f- Hockey would be the funniest. I'm say football. Because it's already like on, but a they field. already have sand traps on some of them when they split but it when with they play the on, like, uh, baseball, baseball team. Yeah, I guess so. I would say legitimately hockey would be the funniest because sand and ice are like the opposite. Oh of each yeah, other. it'd be horrible. And so, but as it's soon not as just you, as soon as you hit the sand, you go flying. It's not just sand though, right? Like I'm assuming there's also going to be like some lakes and stuff too. It just says sand. It just says golf-like sand traps. I guess so. It's w- sand you could have only, water but, hazards. I mean, as well. You can do whatever you want. I would love I for like a receiver in football to like turn around and be running backwards, like expecting the pass coming in and then just fall backwards into a lake. That'd be great too. Yeah. So football works too because they're kind of running in a straight line there down the field or anything like that. And they're, they're, you know, they have to look back at the ball, right? Yeah. So there's that aspect of it. I think hockey for me would be the funniest because you could have like ice fishing style holes in, in the ice there. <laughs> yeah. And, I like and they the, just fall and I like soccer, I think is a good idea. That was my second choice. Because you're because yeah. then you actually have like guys that are kind of like running and sort of the ball would get completely slowed down. They'd and you could ri- you could use the sand as kind of like uh strategically almost. You could yeah. dribble around, you know what exactly. I mean? You could be like, I'm gonna stay on this side of the sand. You can run through the sand at me and I'm just gonna go around. Exactly. And, yeah. Exactly. And it opens up all kinds of opportunities for guys to uh up their diet diving game in uh, hilarious oh, ways absolutely too. absolutely yeah D- oh for sure and he's oh my god he's on a run he's broken free oh and he's <laughs> pushed into the sand trap yeah that'd be amazing it's a good question i like i like i love <clears throat> hypothetical questions especially because like too like with soccer because with when in england the sand traps are often like they're famous for their like pot bunkers like really deep yeah. sand traps so if you had something like that in soccer where it literally looks like they've fallen into a hole and they have to like chip the ball out of there yeah the other guy jumps down after him they're kicking at each other down in the sand trap. yeah it'd be yeah. pretty awesome i like that um okay question number two worth 200 points comes from andy charlie and he says or asks i guess your life is on the well, line tweets, tweets yeah. yes your life is on the line. You get three tries. You pick which one of these things you have to do to save your life. Number one, make a free throw over a Shaq statue. Number two, get a layup against an 11-year-old LeBron James. It's got to be... Well, okay. You have three tries. You have three tries. Yeah, but I'm presuming you have to choose one in all three of your tries. Okay. That thing. You can't just be like, oh, so wow, this free throw is way harder. There's nothing... I LeBron. There's nothing... Okay, so... 11-year-old LeBron James is, like, my size, is, probably. Is Shaq, like, does he have his arms up? That's, that was what I was wondering as well. It says, how close is he to me? It just says a Shaq statue, so Over. I don't know. 
I mean, we'll assume he's defending you, but he's not moving. Yeah. Yeah, he's not moving. Yeah. So yeah. I would I would go with eleven year old LeBron because on the first attempt I would um, stomp on his ankle. Okay. And so then, you would like he, Bobby Clark him. Yeah, and then he's just fucked for the rest of the right. for the second. I mean, I could just make it on the first try there, possibly. You could like try to appeal to his you know good senses also and just be well, like LeBron look, is man, vicious though look man I am going to be murdered no regard if you do not allow me if, to if do you this. recall that, uh, that I will die that famous call on, on one of his dunks he has no regard for human life so <laughs> that's true we know that for a fact <laughs> this is true for yeah. abs for a fact I forgot about that so yeah that's that's true I would say maybe the free throw because maybe the Shaq statue is actually Shaq and if you make the free throw he's freed from his stone prison <laughs> So it's like an added, yeah, because your it's life being bonus. on the line was not enough. Life, you yeah, needed Shaq you can also. also save, now Shaq, now Shaq is your friend. <laughs> yeah, now he's your best friend. Beautiful. Uh, and he's like, he's the genie from Shazam also. Yeah, he, or, accident, or Kazam, he accidentally rather. froze himself. Exactly. Yeah, so you get, you get three wishes. He tried to make it rain too. Skittles and yeah, <laughs> totally backfired. So, because um, the, okay. I'll say free throw. Yeah, See, I feel like free throw. Would no, be you know what? I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna say layup because of my whole thing where I could kick LeBron. I don't. If my life is on the line, I don't like my chances to make a free throw without a statue. No, I'm very exactly. bad at basketball. La- the layup, you're close. Like to the, the layup, at least I net. maybe have a shot yeah. at ju- like because LeBron's only 11. I don't know how tall he was when he was 11. I'm presuming about the same height as me, but he would not be as strong as me. So I'm I'm thinking I can get You're to the rim. You're going to take the body. I'm thinking I can take the body and get to the LeBron. rim against him. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. Like it's not like I'm in some amazing physical condition, but he's 11. So I like I mean and I'm sure he was very strong. I'm sure he was like a Michael Rasmussen. I'm sure like he, could a kick big... sh- he could kick the shit out of me like no question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I just cuz yeah, I don't I making one out of free th- one out of 3 free throws on an unobstructed basket is Even not, in a, is not yeah. no guarantee for me. And especially with my life on the line, yeah. I don't trust myself. So I'm going to go. I, gonna I go feel like it's the, the uncontested option, though. But it's, I mean, it's there's not. A, there's a statue there, but that doesn't. Yeah, but I'm just saying I'm really bad at basketball. The, and now yeah, I've got to yeah. do some big arc the, over the top lay- of Shaq. So with a layup, you're closer to Exactly. The like, like, I'm better so, at laying up. So Shaq, up like, literally right in front of you. I would think so, your yeah. Face. Yeah, he's in your the sta- That's how I interpret yeah, it. He's, he's not going to be underneath the basket. That's not going <laughs> to affect him. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's if he's defending you, but he's not moving. Yeah, so he's, like, right so in front of you. So you have to arc it over top of his of his statue. What I'm going to do is I'm going to climb on top of Shaq. No, 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 no. I mean, I guess if I'm allowed to and no. then kick jump LeBron. off no. the top of the statue to try and do a diving No, jam. no, no, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is worse than your Legion thing last week. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. I'm Appa- gonna apparently do. episode five was fantastic. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I'll, I'll watch I'm that gonna, tonight. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, out a gun and <laughs> shoot LeBron, and then I have an uncontested That's, well, a, that's what I was going to say. There's a statue... Just like waiting to be climbed on. It's oh my god. Does it say you know see, what? Okay, technically, it doesn't say it's life size. It could oh. be like one of those little oh, like, like a novelty statue. Yeah. Well, in which case, could be a bobble. Oh st- my god! But again, you're still taking a free throw, which is terrifying in its own right. True. So. While Justin's not, because he apparently I'm, I'm thinks gonna, he can I'm not only a climb jam. a statue but stand on top of it and dive dunk into the basket. So, <laughs> so happy birthday. Anyway, I'm gonna go with LeBron. <laughs> But Would that count as a free throw if in in, in the NBA if someone was taking a free throw and they stood on another one of their teammates' shoulders <laughs> and then jumped off like the I, ball goes in before their yeah. feet hit the floor? I somehow doubt it. I don't. I mean, I, I do too. But yeah. that would be pretty. I'm sure, dope. someone will let us know. I'm just yeah. trying to stay away from LeBron. 
That's uh, probably fair. That's reasonable. Uh, question number right. one is Question great. number one. And this is three weeks in a row. Fruits are edible has had our number one question. Is it three weeks in a row I think now? it's th- or three out of four, maybe? I yeah. think it's... Okay. He's on fire at yeah, the very least. He's on fire. Absolutely. We did confirm he was a guy last after week, our conversation last, last week. Last week, yeah. he was heating up. Yeah. And, and this week, he's, he's on fire. fire. Absolutely. <laughs> I do have NBA Jam Tournament Edition if we ever want to play. Oh, but... His question is, uh, Brazzers, which I don't know what that is, oh. is <laughs> okay. Come on, now. <laughs> is making a porno. Well, it's naughty America uh, is making a is making. That's a like a uh, like an encyclopedia, like a, a sexual it's a, encyclopedia. It's a porn site. Okay, it's a, porn it's a video game developer. Got yeah. it. <laughs> Brazzers is making a porno of WWE's Montreal Screwjob. What other iconic sporting events would you like to see pornified? Uh, I'd like to see a foot fetish video about Mike Milbury beating someone with a shoe. Oh, that's Ooh. good. That's actually very good. You thought about this. I, did, I have yeah. not thought about this. I at thought all. about this before the question, to be honest. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> well, I, I I'll, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Tiger Woods. I mean, I think that's oh an obvious, yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah, an obvious golf good. one. I think it might have been done already, but in mine, like it's going to be a pure uh, like cuck video. But like, but he's cucking his wife. So I don't know what the what that oh the reverse cuck yeah the reverse so yeah, you don't see that very often so where she's like watching that's totally that's very different because yeah. it, usually it's the sad exactly. it's the sad man the sad watching. man so this is the hot Swedish nanny that's watching Tiger oh. reverse cuck her very, but then because it's porn yeah then she gets, she gets involved obviously. obviously. Um, so that's my, or like it could just be like a reverse gangbang where it's like, what was he rumored to have slept with like 17 women or something? Yeah. And a couple of them were porn stars. Yeah, too, exactly. So. so a reverse gangbang where it's all of the, it's like yeah, yeah. all of the women yeah. in Tiger. I'm going to go with deflate gate, uh, where like to, to get, <laughs> to make everything happen, to like get access to the balls, to deflate the balls, to do all of the things that happen to the balls. Uh, like Tom Brady has to like fuck his way in there. He's got <laughs> the all of the all of the people protecting the room where the balls are. They're all uh, lady security guards, yeah. and he's just uh, got to work his magic to get access. I thought it was gonna be someone's implant like popping. Oh. No, no, he's still he's still deflating the football. Okay, it's about but that how, doesn't really. But how make... did he do it? He used his dick. That's how. I don't even know yeah. if that's really like a porno thing, <laughs> though. Like you're not really making it's the like event a spy pornified. mission. And would I, it, it, although it would be the ball boy, really, yeah. wouldn't it? Although I would say that uh, it would be funny to see whatever they do with Bill Belichick in that scenario. <laughs> I well, there's like there's like, oh, yeah. there's like ugly male porn oh, stars with huge cocks. 100%. So like, and like yeah. a lot of these people would be gender swapped, I would imagine, because like in the Brazzers one, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels are both ladies. Right, right, right. So Bill Belichick would be a Bill Belichick. Ah, right, indeed. There you go. Yeah. I like that. Exactly. So that's pretty good. Just wearing like a <laughs> hoodie with like front yeah. cut out. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. the, the sleeves are cut off, but also like right under the boobs is cut yeah. off. Well, also. and for sure, it doesn't say BB on it. It says DD. <laughs> yeah. Obvi- obviously. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What a Cla- great question. Classic, that's, I yeah. mean, fruits are edible. It's just killing it right He's now. He's on fire. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know where he came from. Like his, no. he's never contributed to anything. But you know what? He's, he's, he's like, going to be getting an RGS baseball jersey in 2021. It's, so. uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a tough competition for listener of the year, but but he is uh, he's making it happen. I mean, so. we've received a lot of gifts this year. Also. We have. It's yeah. been a very good year for gifts, and yes. we've got 
20 cents off of pro set PGA Tour cards. So I, I mean, guess combine. can you combine them? I anyway, don't, we're, we're, you probably can. We're mailing these in. We are going to mail these in. It we does say to. not good on special offers or already discounted merchandise. Not I mean, valid it, it, for it did expire in, in 1993. Guys, I hate to inform you, but there is no cash refund value. Well, you know, we we're going to try this. We're going to try this anyway. Fuck. Um, and also, I bet you we're going to send this before we send Tom's jersey. So It's very possible. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I'm. I am actually doing some mailing out. I'm on spring break. It's gonna happen. It's. You hear that, Tom? Worry. You hear that, Tom? Coming. New Jersey's coming. Stop DMing me. After I. Uh, no, you can keep DMing. Me. After I. Uh, well, Tom. Well, yeah. Tom was. Uh, Tom was making fun of me on the Facebook group today. Uh, for he my, clowned on you for my lack. He got of, you for though. my lack of sex, and uh, he's not gonna like the photo set that comes with his jersey. I'll just say that right now. Are you just jacking off? No, it's me having sex you know, while wearing secret, his jersey. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we'll see who's fucking Tom. I know what my one good thing is this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go from there into everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. What do you like this week? I'm going to go with a video game. I'm going to go with Horizon Zero Dawn. How many video games do you play? Yeah, you, you seem you to buy a new game every use, week. And, and have played, like, a lot of it. Yeah, I play, I play a lot of games. Yeah, like, but it's Well, no, pretty... you know, what usually happens is I play, like, the first, uh, like, three or four hours, and then I'm like, I'm bored. Oh, really? Because uh, I just figure, like, you wake up in the morning, you make, like, your four memes for the day, <laughs> yeah. you schedule them to be posted at different times, and then you just play PS4 for the I rest can't of the day? Play, I can't play games for that long, because it's, it's just, like, it's it, not exhausting is the wrong word, but it's just like, oh, this is like... <laughs> No, no, I'm so I agree. tired. No, but you I can't do it. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, like, like, I hear people that play, like, like, oh, yeah, I had like a 16 hour session or something. I'm like, how? Like, I, I wanted to, like, start that. Twitch streaming, like, Hearthstone or something. And it's like, yeah, the Twitch streamers that are, like, doing the best stream for fucking, like, seven hours. Yeah, I like, two say, hours like, is like. hours a day. Well, they, sometimes they do, like, the 24 hour charity streams, which is. And a couple, I think one guy died doing it, but, like. Two uh, hours is, like, my max of video games. No, but Horizon Zero Dawn is very fun. What's it about again? It's about robot dinosaurs. And it's oh said like God. post-apocalyptic. And you're just you would a, like it. It's kind of like it's right? kind of like Assassin's Creed. You're oh, okay. you're yeah. just a person on like ground level. Yeah, you're a lady, and you have a bow and arrow, and you shoot. Robot you have dinosaurs. a boner arrow, a bow and arrow, oh, and you shoot yeah, okay. uh, robot dinosaurs, and you give them boners with happy, happy international. It's a very, Day. it's a very like pure, uh, it's a very pure video game idea where it's just you kill so it, pure. It, there's robot dinosaurs and you kill them. So, so pure it's like uh, Shadow of the Colossus or whatever. Like you kill these giant things. Uh, they're not that big. Okay, but uh, like you just it's you kill them. I would compare it to like Shadow of Mordor. Or like Assassin's Creed, that style of gameplay. Okay. And you're killing huge dinosaurs. It's really fun. It sounds fun. Yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah. Uh, I am going to recommend a thing of my own. <laughs> oh, I, it's your... I always give you I guys know what shit it is. for this. No, that's okay. Yeah. I will recommend Podcaps, which is a uh, podcast that myself and Chris James have started about the white caps. And uh, we've posted one episode. We've already had some very bizarre feedback from a guy <laughs> on the Vancouver Southsiders forum. What did he say? Oh, man, it's so <laughs> I funny. I need to see this. Oh, uh, dude. So I posted on the forum. It, like, it barely makes sense. It's really funny. Okay. So he says, 
I can't hide my disappointment from you two young men. You belabor the, quote, only podcast rift. He says rift instead of rift because our our one of our things is that we're we're saying that we're the only white caps podcast and it's crazy right, yeah, that no one whole, else has ever thought of one bit. before. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, super true. Um, so which it's weird though because we did our first episode, we released it yesterday, and already today there's like three other white caps podcasts that have just all of a sudden sprung up. So super podcasts, weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he says, is the sincerest form of flattery. Absolutely. He says, so you only belabor the only podcast rift, then drift into masturbatory declarations and obviously influenced by Mr. James, string out a stretch of F-bombs when sparse usage would be more effective. <laughs> Aware that you have a preference for indulging in old folk activities like curling, apparently have taught English, I was hoping that you would segue into something like you just heard, not from a stranger, that Camus was shite between the sticks, demanding an immediate reevaluation of his scribbling status... Arkady Renko let seven get by him in the vodka league. What kind of investigator is he? And then there's Rebus. That alcoholic supports Hibernian. No can, idea what any what of that is means. He? Well, that's a Scottish team. Yeah, yeah, so I know that. that. That's the only thing I knew in that. And Kemu is a writer. That's all I knew. I do applaud your ability to reflect on your 2015 season of being high at every match. <laughs> that's Chris. <laughs> Stretches my memory back to the 1970s at Empire Stadium. <laughs> oh, yeah, this guy's like old. For <laughs> sure. When I believe we had the ability to score better, as we used to say. <laughs> Shit, I couldn't sustain that for an entire season. I found the matches went by too quickly. You are the first to strongly state how inappropriate Hurtado's presence is on an MLS squad and that Robbo's growth as a gaffer has hit a wall. In your initial offering, you have already surpassed vocal minority in quick riffing. I would like to avail myself of another listening just to see if you can overcome your immaturity. But living in the interior and only being able to attend a few matches a year, I assume I slot in as a casual. Wow. And after being told to fuck off at least nine times, I will acquiesce to your request to stop listening. Living in the interior, I assumed he was living in the 1600s with most of that language. You know who that guy, this is going to be, a, this is another 1% reference. That guy, I'm 90% sure, could be Wet Coaster. I, was, I thought you were going to say that too. From, uh, from HF Ford. And I think he was on Canucks.com. It's possible. <laughs> so uh, then he says, uh, I, he I did died. listen to the end. I think so. Oh, okay. And well. I'm glad I used the moniker Matic. I wouldn't put it past you that if you could track me down, you would fuel up, drive up the Coke, and try a little GBH. Good luck on future podcasts. I'm sure you'll find a niche audience. Well, and it sounds the like he was like kind of complimenting you as well. In yeah, there too. it was like a weird. And then I love the comment underneath. Wow. Not usually a podcast guy, but definitely going to give it a listen now. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like a classic podcast review. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. All right. Well, you're having fun. Sorry that that, that was very no, long. No, 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 that right. was funny. Was I funny. Like that. We yeah. only did one episode so far, but yes, we're, our plan is to do an episode for every game they play. And uh, so we'll have like one a week, basically. And uh, yeah, it's been fun. So you can check it out on SoundCloud.com slash podcapsfc. Or on iTunes podcast at podcast. Very cool. All right, I'm going to recommend this uh, little-known TV show oh on gosh. FX. <laughs> uh, it's called Legion. Uh, no, I'm not doing that again. This <laughs> I would hope not. Uh, I'm going to recommend not doing a podcast with Chris James. I'm, sure I'm <laughs> the only one who knows what that's like at this point. Uh, no. yeah, that, that, that was two fake So two falses, <laughs> yeah. I am going to recommend a movie that I watched last night that uh, took me a long time to watch this one. It's been on like my list on Netflix for maybe like two years i've wanted to see it for a while but it also was one of those where it's like i'm never really in the mood for 
whimsy either. <laughs> uh, I'm never in the mood for whimsy, <laughs> says guy who has comedy person in his Twitter bio uh, or Instagram bio. Uh, <laughs> Not in the mood for whimsy. Uh, well, you know, it's uh, Wes Anderson is. Oh, it can it be a lot. Moonrise can Kingdom? be a lot to no, take. No, it's sometimes. Grand Budapest Hotel yeah. because Carrie posted a picture of it. We there. did watch the Grand Budapest Hotel last night, and uh, I I loved it. It was a delight. It's a I, fun movie. I yeah. enjoy Wes Anderson films. Yeah, me too. I mean, people kind of like well, of course, make fun of them. Of course, obviously. we enjoy them. Come on, guys. Yeah, that's true. Like, we are all on the spectrum uh, of, of whiteness. <laughs> no, of autistic. Yeah. <laughs> um, both, yeah. <laughs> yeah, both. We're all white. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just like I love trains, so <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Your affinity for trains has been uh, well documented on this show. I'm obsessed with trains. Uh, <laughs> just like you know, his his kind of style can be a bit much sometimes. I enjoy all of his movies, but it, it, if somebody described this movie as like, oh, the the height, the pinnacle of Wes Anderson unleashed, yeah, that would. Uh, I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I really want to see that. It's so that. good though. But it was really, really funny. This Wes Anderson movie makes other Wes Anderson <laughs> movies look like David O. Russell. Um, I don't know. I just picked a director. And it, it was really like. Uh, propulsive i guess like there's an urgency to its plotting and that it moves really really fast and there's uh like a a delightful cameo probably like every four minutes on average uh i loved it it was really really fun especially there's like a ski chase late in the movie that i thought was just great uh and yeah strongly recommend a film that uh should have won best picture over the revenant is that 2015 or 2016 2015 it lost to the revenant yeah so it was 2015 it came out yeah yeah Yeah. that's my favorite f murray Abraham movie of 2015. <laughs> <laughs> the Grand Budapest Hotel on Netflix in Canada, at least. Check it out. And with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate continues to be no one as we record live at the Real Good Studios in Olympic Village. Our guest today was Jesse Ferrar. You can find his podcast, Your Kickstarter Sucks with Mike Fail, or Michael Hale, rather. Ooh. Wow, with Mike Fail. I uh, mean, I do call him that. But. <laughs> uh, on iTunes and I believe SoundCloud is well uh and uh you can support the show on patreon.com slash real good show if you happen to enjoy it uh uh, leave some reviews on itunes exactly that always helps write write and review rate and review the show on itunes and tell people that you like it if you if you do like uh like brian gar did this week yeah that was very nice of him yeah thank Thank you you, brian Brian. brought a brought a tear to my mind love to have you on the show soon too yeah absolutely uh and until next week I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Whimsy. Yeah, we matched already. I don't no. even have to participate in But this. you would have said whimsy. Yeah, well, no, we already did it. I know, we but, matched you, but you would have said whimsy. Yes, obviously. Because I felt we already as got the one. that we, was like a word that we yeah, yeah. snagged on there. Yes, but uh, I would di- I'm just not even, I don't even have to participate because no, we already did it. Yeah, My, I was so. gonna, the other one would have been Jared. Right, yeah, sure, I guess. I I can't participate in that, yeah. I don't know what Uh, we're talking about. I gotta go watch the Canucks lose. Yeah, Godspeed. Yeah, well, (laughs) yeah. Goldobin won't be playing. Change up. The change up. (laughs) (laughs) My words are wrapped in barbed wire. My actions speak for what I can say. Cause I fall one step forward to push you away, push you away.
Welcome back to the Jesse Farrar Show. Up next, proof of Jared Fogle's innocence. <laughs> I think you handled that pretty well overall. Like it sounded like you ha- you were like ready for the Jared thing. I didn't tell you about it at all. No, no, just uh, just off the cuff. I th- you know I just thought, man, uh, you had, you this, had I to... mean I think about it a lot. So it's... yeah, I was gonna say you kind of had it in your your back. Sort pocket. of yeah, it's in my back pocket at all times. There's a few things I can go on at any given time, and most of them are, are like when celebrities get in trouble for fucking kids, and I can just kind of <laughs> a lot of those I can just you know right off the top out. of the dome. Yeah, I yeah. Was, I was going to name uh, Clay Henry as the guy who set him up. But I didn't think that anyone would remember who oh, that Henry, was. Oh, Henry Clay Henry. Yeah, yeah, he was the fireman. Who yeah, also... but was that just Canada? Uh, I don't know. Do you Might remember? Do you remember Clay Henry, Jesse? Clay Henry is the that guy... a, is that a subway thing? I yeah, know. It was a subway. He thing. was like sort of like Jared. He was a fireman who lost a lot of weight eating sandwiches, and they made like a big song out of him. And he was like, oh, he was I don't lost. even remember. This. He was like good looking too, because Jared's like a weird looking. Jared looks like yeah. a pedophile. But Jared yeah. had enduring staying power, and Clay Henry only had one commercial. Well, I'll tell you why we don't have that down here is because we have Firehouse Subs, which <laughs> was started by firemen. Um, so it's kind of like another cha- – it's not as big as Subway, but it's it's like a pretty big sandwich chain as well. So that that would be some confusing messaging there. Yeah, you have like five or six like Subway sandwich chains down there. We have, we have Quiznos and Subway up here, and I guess we have Mr. Sub. And even Quiznos is like – Tons of them are closing. Yeah, Quiznos yeah. kind of sucks. Quiznos has fallen apart. See, I wouldn't mind getting uh, some Jimmy John's. Yeah, up here. Jimmy John's that's or Jersey subs would be good too. Uh, yeah, with Jimmy John's, we got Jersey Mike's, uh, Jersey Quiznos Mike's, yeah. Subway, Firehouse Subs, uh, and then there is um, oh fuck, there's there's one down the street from me that uh, is oh like there's uh neck. there's that new chain there's uh, Kid Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's not taking off. A Blimpy. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah Blimpy, yeah. Blimpy, of course. Um, I guess it's more like in Philly, where like uh, well, there's Wawa. Yeah, Wawa. Wawa. Oh yeah, yeah. Wawa's good. I I had Wawa when I was. Yeah, well, I've never even seen one of those. I think it's just in uh, like Pennsylvania, or maybe yeah, even real... just just Philly. Yeah, that just sounds like it's like a sub place that's like attached to a gas. Well, station. it's like a Seven Eleven with a sub shop in it, basically. Yeah. Okay. Same with Lenny's. Uh, Lenny's is the other one I was thinking. Lenny's. Of. Yeah, Lenny see, we, subs. like the only Canadian sub shop is like Mr. Sub, and even that is like not really in Vancouver. I've seen like yeah, there's, there's a one, couple, I yeah. think one or two, but yeah. uh, they used to, they tried branching out for a bit, and then they well, we just got a Carl's a Jr. up here, didn't we, or like a Hardee's or something? Yeah, we got there's Carl's a, Jr. There's a Chipotle sure. downtown. A, we now. got a Chipotle. We now. Finally, got Chipotle in yeah. Canada. There's no Taco Bell in Vancouver though. Nope. Just fucking there's insane. no bell. No, there's no uh, bell and no. There's K- one in no, Coquitlam. No KFC. Yeah, but I mean, there's no. There's a KFC, isn't there? Nope. Really? There's, there's they're, all sh- they're all sh- in, not in Vancouver. Oh, like in the city of Vancouver? Yeah, in the city. There's yeah, there's, no. there's one on Davie. There is a KFC there, I think. Is there? KFC sucks, though. I hate KFC. I think we've talked about this before, Jesse. I know you like it's, you like the bell. I'm a, I'm a bellhead through and through. That's right. You guys are missing out up there. Love that bell. Yeah, yeah there's a KFC on Davie, you idiot. And then there's one on Kingsway. <laughs> and then there's one on there's one on East Broadway. <laughs> No, the one on East Broadway. That one closed. That or no? <laughs> or, oh, yeah. Okay, I know the one you're talking about on Kingsway, but that's almost Burnaby. And the one on well, it wouldn't it? Well, been... yeah, it's almost Burnaby, but it's still on Kingsley. <laughs> Kingsley. 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 Still on you, Ben. You Kingsley. almost had it. It's on Kingsford. 
so close. <laughs> I think uh, the next bit should yeah, just you be... Yeah, re- you really told me off there, Jesse. You pretend to be from Vancouver. Yeah, exactly. Just knowing lots of things about Yeah, you can be Vancouver. our Vancouver expert. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Hang on. <laughs> Did it pick that up? <laughs> no, we're just laughing for no reason at all. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll loop that in at the end of the show. <laughs> that was classic. His name is Henry, hey Henry. He's a fireman and a chariot fan from Subway. He got real big on burgers and fries. Now he's down to a smaller size. Gets his might from his veggie delight. Great taste each day from his local Subway. He's Henry, hey Henry. Nation, how you doing? I'm Vince Young, uh, quarterback of the Scotch Oil Rough Riders. 